Hi, you're listening to Siri Hewlett. I'm your host on The Core Expert. A lot of the time when we've had something that's been going on with our body, whether it's like we always say, pain or stiffness or aches, or you know, you want it to perform better. How long do you kind of wait? How long do you wait till you take action? How long does that need to annoy you before it makes you move? It makes you seek out assistance. It makes you take action, basically. One of my clients that I was speaking to this morning, um, she was basically talking about, from her point of view, what's going on with her body. We've we've basically kind of now over a period of time because, you know, over time we do get to know our clients very well and we get to know their bodies well and how they respond and what they're doing. Um, And we've worked out with her that what happens is when she's under stress, when she is under pressure, it shows in her body for back pain, hip pain, and she becomes incredibly hypersensitive to pain, hypersensitive to stuff. And throughout the past couple of years where we have actually been looking after her, now we sort of take a step back and look back with hindsight. Those sort of big trigger moments, those big things where, you know, episodes or events in life happen that cause us to be stressed, cause us to then have pain and why would that happen <clears throat> i mean a lot of the time if you've had pain or discomfort in your body pain or discomfort because you know that's normal for you we, we don't really kind of feel it we you know if you if you're somebody who is normally in pain you're normally sore it, that's normal for you and you don't think anything about it and you know when you come in to see somebody like myself as a physio and we ask you like when were you last pain free that might be sort of oh my god it haven't you know it was pre-covid um, and it's now September 22 so COVID has been around well and truly two and a half plus years coming up to three years and when you're sort of marking time as pre-COVID, post-COVID, you know pre-kids, post-kids, pre-marriage, post-marriage, whatever it is that is that sort of your internal clock of when what happened. Um, We we then get that shock in the system. Um, I've just had one where my son is 18 um, and he just turned 18 last week. And, <clears throat> you know, that shock was, oh, my God, he's, he is a legal adult. Like, when did that happen? He's just my baby. So, you know, it's it's time passes very quickly when we are living in our own bubble. And that's what the kind of conversation with her was about that because over the past couple of years she has had a few events happen um, that have caused stress in her life you go into basically a holding pattern you go into this sort of I'm just trying to get through and 
it's basically head down, let's go. Or, you know, I kind of look at it that when we're trying to protect ourselves, we kind of retreat into a cave and our body does the same kind of thing. We kind of retreat into a cave that protects us. We know what we can do within the confines of this cave, but when we go outside of it, we don't know what's going to happen, you know. We don't know whether it's going to be a gorgeous day and the sun's going to shine and we're going to see heaps of things and we're going to have fun or there's sort of a wolf or a bear or something around the corner that's ready to pounce and attack. And so, you know, we're, we're not sure which way to go. We, we either go out going, you know what, it's going to be fine. Let's just go out and have fun. Or we go out really tentatively and we're sort of really on edge and peeking around corners. And that's how I kind of see our clients or my clients rather that come into me in that kind of, you know, simile version. It's some people just go, you know what, I'm fed up. I've 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 had enough of this. I can't carry on like this. This is wearing me down. I've been here and I'm living the way that I'm living and I've had enough. Let's just go. And they're a little bit worried. They're not sure what it's going to be like outside of that, but they're looking for the sunshine and the fun and the what have you. And they take their first tentative steps and realize that, yes, it's actually pretty good out there. And then you you let go and you enjoy and you can go further and you venture further. The other side of it where, you know, you really aren't sure Sometimes you pick your head out and get bitten and you come back and you pick your head out and get bitten and come back. And some people put their head out, get bitten, that's it. They don't go out again because they tried it once and it didn't work. Other people, you know, well, maybe we'll try a different way. We'll go left or we'll go right or we'll go out in the morning or we'll go out in the evening. And, you know, from a simile point of view, that's trying different things that people might suggest and you kind of go, Okay, well, it worked quite far to go this way, but then I, saw, I, I hit a roadblock there, and you, you kind of retreat back a little bit. And there, the you know the 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 sort of idea is that when we're sat in a place that might not be ideal, we might be sore, we might be in discomfort, we might have whatever we have, but within the confines of what we're able to manage. It's kind of okay. You know, we kind of know what we can do. We kind of know where we can go. We might want to go outside, but, you know, it's nice and cozy in here because you're working within the confines of what's happened. But really, you know, from a from a therapist's point of view, I know I can get you out into the sunshine. Some people... We, you know, in some cases, it's just come outside, have a look, poke your toe out, see what's happening. We'll take some steps. You realize it's good and off you go. You're fine. Others, we might need to hold their hand. We might need to stay with them. We might need to venture to a rock and sit and we might need to stay there for a while and then we can go a little bit further. And it's all about building up trust that moving outside of where you are now is actually safe and it is actually okay. Some of you need handholds. Some of you just need a bit of info and to understand that it's okay. Yep, there's this here. Yep, watch out for this. Yep, good. I'm off. And you've got your own orienteering course. Others are like, 
like, I need you to hold my hand because I'm actually really scared and I haven't done this for so long that I, I need a bit more support. And that's what the varying levels of support is that we kind of offer. Do you need a lot of help and guidance? That's your privates. You come in and we need to hold your hand, make you understand that it's not a big bad world outside that's, you know, full of grizzly bears trying to get there. If you negotiate it the right way, you avoid them because we're showing you the pathway. Other people, they might go, okay, I'll do this bit. Meet me at this spot. Great. We meet you at the next spot. We go, okay, let's do this bit. And we meet you at the next spot. And you're sort of doing pit stops along the way. Might take you a little bit further to get there because you know you might have a few detours and what have you and need to check in quicker or check in later. But that's the kind of idea of getting a bit of info, going away and working on it at home, go and do your own stuff. And you're kind of on your way. You're just doing your little check-ins along the way. And then there's other people who are like, just give me a map. Give me a map and then I'm done. I'll sort of like, if I need to, I'll call you. But just kind of give me a... a a general direction of where I need to go and a general direction of where I need to head and I'll just follow the map and I'll ring you if I need any like help along the way um and that's like your DIY programs that's your I know where I'm going just want to get there let me go um just be on the phone if I need you and then there's other people who are just let me work it out myself I'll make my own mistakes I'll have a little bit of a pitfall here and there you're I'm asking others, I'm doing the Google research, I'm doing this. So it depends on where you are and how attached to your cave you are, but also how willing you are to move outside. Because sometimes before too long, we realize that we've been in that cave for a heck of a long time. And when we look outside the world, it's, you know, everything's moved. The trees have grown. Everything outside of us keeps moving. We're the ones that are static. We're the ones that stay still because we're in our cozy little bubble and we've actually forgotten to look outside. So in that sort of analogy, um, that's probably the better word I should have used before, in that kind of analogy, that holding pattern where you're not sure what to do, you're not sure where to go, you're just kind of peeking outside every now and again and seeing if the weather's changed, that's you in your holding pattern, that's you in your, I'm kind of not sure what to do, I don't really want to know but I'm not ready to step outside the cave. When you are ready to step outside the cave, that's when you might poke your toe out and some people just go you know what I've absolutely had enough in here I'm just gonna go and charge and what happens in in that scenario is you've heard it's great outside you ain't really sure what to do but you hit a you basically hit a point where you just go I'm just gonna smash it I'm just gonna go out guns blazing charging and you're the I've done nothing for years I'm going to go and smash it in boot camp and wonder why you trip over the rock or you, you know, you don't see that waterfall. You've just gone hell for leather. <laughs> it's, everything's gone crazy. 
And some people, you know, it's great. You kind of pick yourself up and you carry on and you keep going. Other people, yeah, that sort of rock fall can be a little bit catastrophic and you head back to your cave and lick your wounds and then we don't go out again for a while. So where are you? Are you in that cave and that's been for a while? Are you living in that little bubble and you're in that holding pattern? Are you happy in that cave? Because there is nothing wrong with being there if that's where you are happy and it makes you happy and it serves where you want to be. If you want to be outside and you want to go and you want to be out in the world and you want to sort of take and venture out of that cave and you want to go and experience, you know, the hills and the trees and whatever else is out there that you can see, work out what kind of help you need. Most people might try. A lot of you try the let's just go smash it. Then you might try the let's try the orienteering. Then you might try uh, maybe I'll hit my little, you know, set me up and meet me, set me up and meet me. The best way if you've been in your cave for a long time, have your hand held, have somebody teaching you where to place your foot. Get a strong foothold. When you're there, move to the next bit because that is where you are going. The shortest route for you, the direct route for you, and you keep moving forward because you've got somebody redirecting. And when you hit a bit that is a little bit like, "Mm, not quite sure, we're looking at, okay, this is the best way for you. That way is the best way for somebody else, but this is the best way for you. So that's my best best analogy of explaining what happens if you've had an injury, a problem, or chronic problem or pain, and you want to move forward because you've been sat in your space of, I don't know what to do, I'm in my holding pattern, and I'm not sure what to do. How can I move out of here? So you've been in your cave. Doesn't matter how long you've been in that cave. You want to get outside that cave. We then need to know what that looks like for you. How much support you are looking for is maybe different to how much support you should actually have. Bear in mind that the longer you're in that cave, you've lost sight of what the world is outside. If you've just been in that cave for two weeks, not much has changed really. You might just have a little bit of a tumble and you know you might just be a bit wobbly on your legs, but then you can go and get going. But if you've been in that cave for a few years, holy smoke, everything looks different. Everything's a new experience. Everything is having to be relearned again because the old little pathways that you used to have have now overgrown and you're going to have to forge new ones and find your way through new ones. And that's exactly what happens with the body. The way that you used to move, the way that you used to use your muscles, the way that everything used to basically grow and lead and what have you, has changed. Some muscles have got stronger, some muscles have got weaker. So your pathways there have changed. It's changed how you should get from A to B. These things that, you know, used to work well for you might be 
yeah, I don't want to do that anymore. Or, you know, they just don't do that anymore. Gates that used to open and close, they're pretty damn stiff. And you can either really try and jolt them or you can maybe give them a little bit of a love and attention and then they start opening again. That's looking at being kind to your body and maybe just listening to it instead of smashing through it and wondering why it doesn't do what you want it to do and it doesn't do what it used to do five, ten years ago. So my job and my work and my method as your physio is to be the best guide I can be and show you the best way for you to move out of that cave and into the world dependent on how you want to do it doesn't matter how I advise you to do it how you are going to do it is what really matters you might need the handhold you might need me to be with you every step of the way for the first little bit until you get your legs and then you're off and going you might not want to do that you might just say you know what thanks but I'm just going to try it on my own and then I'm there if you need backup. I'm there if it's not quite the right way for you. Other people, you might think, you know what? I need hand-holding. And I think you're actually not too bad. But I understand that sometimes we need to build our confidence. And we're there for you again. Your goals, your expectations, and your ex- basically what you want to achieve has to meet where you're at and it also has to be targeted around where you're at your direct route your best route what have you is going to be get handheld get shown the way get shown where the detours are get shown how to make the shortcuts get shown how to do what you need to do to get you from a to b safely resting where you need to be pushing where you need to be taking the right food supply everything else with you Sometimes you might just go, you know what, let me go, let me run, let me sort of fall a little bit, just be there to pick me up if I need it. I might have a big detour around there and the other person you're guiding, you know, they're getting there quicker, but I'm kind of having fun and I'm kind of finding my own way, I'm making my own mistakes and I'll check back in and give you a call. It doesn't matter which way, it's got to work for you. My job is being the best guide you need me to be, having the knowledge of all ways but understanding where you're coming from and how much support you might require. And that can depend on whether you think you know enough, whether you don't have enough time, whether you don't have enough cash or availability, or whether it's not your priority. So if you um, need help, sorry, that was just my phone. I thought I'd put it on silent. If you need help and you need me and would like a guide, that's what we're here for. I hope you enjoyed that analogy and um, yeah, message me if you think you need one.